WVOW Local News, now. A Boone County Tudor's Biscuit World employee is in custody after threatening to shoot up the restaurant. I'm Faith Bannister. According to a criminal complaint, dispatchers were told that an employee identified as 34-year-old Tiffany Hill of Danville was threatening to shoot up the open restaurant after a manager brought her into their office to discuss an incident where she allegedly cussed at a customer she thought was stealing. The complaint says Hill left the restaurant in the direction of Lick Creek. A law enforcement official stopped Hill and asked if she had a gun. Hill said she carried the gun in her work apron and that she always carries it, according to the criminal complaint. Hill was arrested and charged with terroristic threats. She's being held at the Southwestern Regional Jail on a $50,000 property or surety bond. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional. Healing chronic wounds so you can get back to doing the things you love. The Logan Middle School girls basketball team won their semifinal game Tuesday night and now head into the conference championship with a home court advantage tonight. Logan defeated Ripley with a final score of 57-27 Tuesday night and will face Winfield in the finals tonight at Logan Middle on the island. Head coach Chad Hatfield said his Timberwolves team has defeated the Generals of Winfield twice this season and expects a good game, despite the difficulty of beating a team three times. In the Logan community, if they don't got anything to do on uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. to come out and show these girls some support, uh, they've been working hard. Uh, they play with the same intensity as, uh, as the high school girls or the high school boys or middle school boys, so... I think they would appreciate everyone's support, and uh, we'd be glad to have you guys out. Logan Middle's girls went undefeated in their conference this year with two non-conference losses. Makes for a 16-2 season. Tip-off is set for 6 o'clock tonight on the island. The Logan County Commission on Monday walked back previous assertions that dilapidated properties will have liens placed on them if the county cleans up the unsightly structures. In September, Governor Jim Justice, along with officials with the Department of Environmental Protection, announced a program to assist in funding the removal of abandoned or dilapidated structures. Logan County was awarded the maximum grant amount of $1.5 million. The commission accepted the award on October 24th and approved a memorandum of understanding with the West Virginia Region 2 Planning and Development Council to handle the documentation for the project. At the time, Logan County Economic Development Authority Director Rocky Atkins clarified that property would not just get structures removed for free. Mr. Atkins said demolition liens would be placed on properties if the eyesores are eradicated by the county. If liens are not satisfied, the county would then petition the court system to take legal ownership. Last month, County Code Enforcer Ray Perry said 52 structures had been submitted and cleared by the State Historic Preservation Office commonly called SHPO for the acronym SHPO. The next step would include environmental testing and abatement. The bid was uh, led for uh, yeah, uh, environmental testing for the properties that uh, we have uh, that are going to be demolished. 
During Monday's meeting, Mr. Perry updated the commission and said 139 total dilapidated structures have now been identified and contact initiated with property owners. Moreover, Perry said 98 of those buildings have been submitted to SHPO and 92 of the structures have been cleared of historic significance by SHPO. This, this project through DEP is uh, to be tailored to every county or municipality that received funds to run it uh, as they see fit as long as it, you know, is in accordance with state and federal law, county law, or county ordinance or laws. But um, at the onset, uh, we, had this, we had discussed placing liens on properties for the amount of demolition, but after further consideration, there will be no liens placed on these properties. Everything will be cleaned up uh, free of charge. So uh, not only will that you know, level out the playing field, because there we all know that there are a lot of people who could pay a lien and you know keep the property, but others who uh, may not be able to pay the lien and, and could uh, stand the risk of uh, losing their properties, which we want it to be a, you know fair to everybody. Mr. Perry also provided commissioners with an order of demolition with the 139 properties that have been identified. Perry said the order is standard and necessary to enter the property. Many properties are owned by individuals or airships that don't even live in the state in many cases, according to Perry. You setting is uh, the county court or the commission had the right uh, to uh, execute this document that will give... Uh, the commission, its agents, or contractors, uh, right of entry to the property. The property would be tested for environmental impact, abatement, and ultimately demolished. The property would be seeded, receive straw, and brought back to grade. Commission President Diana Barnett explained that the intention was never to take people's property. She said the expedited manner of other counties tearing down their buildings caused Logan to reevaluate. And we called other counties and asked them, because they're getting things done fast, and we're thinking, how are you all getting permission to get on these people's property? We can't find them. And they, they explained the situation and how they were going about it. And so we, we came to the conclusion, all three of us decided that we, we really don't want to put liens on these. We don't want to take people's land. You might have somebody there who's had this piece of land in their, in their family for years and they just can't afford to clean it up, tear it down. We don't want to be in the business of taking people's property. So we were granted the money. We're going to grant this to our constituents. We're going to clean up these uh, communities. It's going to just be so much better for everybody. And this is the standard order of demolition. Commissioners approved the first reading of the demolition order. The second reading will be conducted this Friday at the Commission Office Building on Stratton Street across from the courthouse in downtown Logan. Logan County Schools Interim Superintendent Jeff Huffman met with the State Board of Education to provide an update since the department took over the school system in October. Huffman was appointed to the job last fall following an investigation that revealed a myriad of problems within the district. The former superintendent, Patricia Lucas, was named the assistant superintendent. The issues within the school system were generally related to a lack of transparency in county board actions, a lack of oversight in spending, concerns about whether a virtual education program was achieving any results, various descriptions of toxic work culture affecting communication between the board office and staff, and more. Huffman informed the Board of Education that he has been striving to build trust within the school community. Logan County Schools has prioritized safety, learning, facility improvements, and leadership development. Huffman told 13 News about the progress.
Our focus is on treating one another with respect, treating one another with professionalism, understanding that we're all equals, understand we're all working as one team, and that is team students. It's not about anything other than doing what we need to do to support each other and to support student learning. HVAC upgrades at Mann and Logan High Schools are among the enhancements. Other schools will also see entrance improvements and upgrades. Logan County Schools will continue to be monitored by the State Board of Education. The state superintendent will have the right to choose a new county school superintendent in the future, though Hoffman has received a four-year contract. A Mingo County man pleaded guilty to the distribution of methamphetamine Wednesday. According to the United States Department of Justice, 57-year-old Paul Thomason of Delbarton admitted he sold methamphetamine to a confidential informant on October 4th and October 12th in 2021. According to federal court records, Thomason is scheduled to be sentenced on April 26th. He faces up to 20 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a $250,000 fine. Governor Jim Justice and the West Virginia Division of Natural Resources announced the winners of the state's fourth annual Lifetime Hunting and Fishing License giveaway Wednesday. The giveaway was open to residents and non-residents who purchased an annual 2023 hunting, trapping, or fishing license in December. Over 21,000 people entered the drawing. The resident's grand prize is a combination hunting, trapping, and fishing lifetime license, and the non-resident grand prize is two Pipestone Resort State Park zipline tour tickets with a three-night lodge stay. Other prizes include $200 West Virginia State Parks gift cards, two-night cabin stays at West Virginia State Parks, and gift bags with exclusive merchandise. Giveaway winners will be contacted by the West Virginia Division of Natural Resources to arrange delivery of prices. Michaela Johnston of Fayetteville is the winner of the Resident Hunting, Trapping, and Fishing Lifetime License. Other winners can be found on governor.wv.gov. Get local news on demand at wvowradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. So windy out here. It's warm, mid 60s, but the wind is your headline grabber. There's a little rain too at times, raining sideways into your face if you get caught in a windy shower here. Some 40 mile an hour wind gusts today with these showers. Showers taper off, 30 mile an hour wind gusts possible overnight, the low near 40. Friday, we're in the mid-50s, not as windy. None of the system brings us a chance of a rain-snow mix Friday night into Saturday morning, mainly just seeing some wet spots on the road. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the StormTracker 13 Weather Center.